This episode is about transitioning roles. You might be preparing for a transition, you might be thinking about a transition, or you might be going through transition. If either of those apply, then this episode is for you. Stay tuned. Here's the question. How do you successfully transition into your first official leadership role, build the confidence and competence to lead your team successfully, and establish yourself as a respected and trusted leader across the organization? That's the question, and this show provides the answers. Welcome to the Manager Track Podcast. I'm your host, Ramona Shaw, and I'm on a mission to create workplaces where work is not seen as a source of stress and dread, but as a source of contribution, connection, and fulfillment. And this transition starts with developing a new generation of leaders who know how to lead so everyone wins and grows. In this show, you learn how to think, communicate, and act as the confident and competent leader you know you can be. Welcome to this episode of the Manager Truck Podcast. This is going to be about transitioning roles. As I was preparing for this podcast, I thought about the transitions that I've gone through and how I've experienced them from transitioning like from kindergarten into school or from preschool into kindergarten. As I'm right now recording this episode from my hometown, we are spending a bit of time near my parents' house in Switzerland, in fact. And my kids are going to the school for a little bit, a few weeks, going to the school that I used to go to school to, which is very odd and a very strange experience. And I have a lot of these flashbacks to when I was a kid and the differences of growing up in Switzerland versus in the US where my kids go to school usually. And the transitions that we've all gone through from going to school, maybe moving to a different location, a different place, maybe joining a sports team or some kind of team or exiting one of those, maybe being with a circle of friends and then leaving that circle of friends or building new friends, going to college, moving to a new city. It may be moving apartments or houses. It may be getting married or being in a relationship, getting out of a relationship. It might be getting a new job, changing careers or being assigned new responsibilities in your job. It could also be becoming a parent. Gosh, the transitions that we go through in life are endless right? We deal with them on a very regular basis. They're part of life. As part of the human experience, we all go through transitions. What I talk a lot about, specifically moving into leadership, right? Now, as I'm talking about transitions here, I do want to not just focus on moving into leadership, but also for existing leaders to think about the transitions that are ahead of them, maybe that they're preparing for a bigger role, maybe any other job and career-related transitions that they're thinking about or going through. So this is what this podcast is about. Transitions are change and we are not naturally wired to do well with change. Now, some of us have experienced a lot of change in our childhood or as young adults. And so we've gotten more used to it and we can navigate it fairly easily. Some of us have a personality style or just the way that we're born makes it easier for us to deal with change or be seeking change even more so. And then some of us have experienced less change and may have a harder time with it. Some of us have personality types that are less inclined to appreciate change and transitions. And so with that in mind, there is not one way to go through change and to deal with transitions. There's only your way and your way is going to be the right way. The question that I pose to you and I pose to myself too is what do I do that makes transitions easier? And what do I do that makes transitions harder? And as I'm going through transitions, I'm trying to figure out like, how am I building roadblocks 
I'm like actually dumping bricks in front of me that I have to then step over versus what am I doing that clears the path and makes it easier to transition into new living situations, new environments, new jobs, new roles, new client engagements uh, that I have, new responsibilities and so forth. One of the imminent transitions that we're thinking about here are we're rebranding and I will keep you posted on this, but in the fall, we will launch our new online presence, but also brand under the name of Arcanova. And it will transition away from my name, Ramona Shaw, LLC or Ramona Shaw as the domain. Although don't worry, that will still exist in the Manager Track podcast will also not go anywhere. But Arcanova will be our new presentation of the business and the work that we do. And so changing not just the business structure and strategy, but then also representing that to the outside is definitely something that I'm transitioning through and that I'm recognizing, okay, there are a few things that I'm hanging on to from the past and a few things that I'm really excited about. Then I also find myself in situations where I think, why is this taking so long? What am I doing that's slowing this process down? This has been going on for quite a while and naturally it is, and it should be a deliberate and slow process to a degree, but then there are things that I do that make it go slower, right? And as I was thinking about this transition and what I do to slow this down unconsciously, I wanted to share this with you here as well, because I see this with clients who are transitioning into new roles a lot. And it, because I see common behaviors, and patterns of clients who transition into new roles. And I personally experienced those as well. So here are the three patterns that I want to talk about that make it harder to transition into roles. First, we listen to fear and self-doubt. We actually start to believe that fear and self-doubt that's running in our head is a thought worthwhile entertaining. The reason why I'm saying it in a somewhat radical way is because, yeah, sometimes having doubts is good, right? It makes us be more careful and cautious and all that. Oftentimes, and definitely during times of change, the self-doubt that's lingering and spiraling in our head is a survival instinct. We have survived up at this point and our brains will think what kept you alive was going to keep you alive. So don't change because what you've done so far worked. You're still living and I want you to survive. That's like the main goal here. When you change something, you transition into a new role, you take on bigger responsibilities. I don't know what's going to happen. Something could happen. Now, in the work environment, nothing is going to get you killed. But our survival instincts are still dominating our brains. And so while we're not going to die as we're launching Arcanova, my brain is still thinking, wait, wait, I don't, I'm not sure yet. This is scary. So if I start to truly entertain those thoughts, I will hesitate from making decisions, from taking action, from promoting it, from really owning it and present it. Now, in a leadership role or as you're transitioning in a career, you might not ask for a promotion or for a new role. You might sort of justify it, but maybe I'm not ready yet. They would have asked if they are looking for a replacement of my boss, they should think of me because I'm doing a good job. No, if you're not saying it, they may not. If your peer is constantly saying, I'm going to get half my boss's job or a leadership role, and they keep saying that every three months, but they've never heard you say it, you know who they're going to choose or prioritize? Likely your peer. So there are the fears that we feel, listen to them, they'll get in the way. What are the doubts? And we all have doubts. So that's a side product of change and transitions. <laughs> 
As a caring and driven manager, I know you want to strengthen your leadership skills, advance your career, and lead a high-performing, engaged team. And in order to do that, as a leader, you need to lead with a system, not by shooting from your hips or reacting to everyone else around you. To do so, you need to first learn what should go into a leadership system and second, develop your own. Now, the good news is that I teach you one must-have part in your leadership system in a concise, actionable, and yet comprehensive course focused on running successful one-on-one meetings with your direct reports. It includes over 67 minutes of tactical leadership training, plus a set of resources to make this as easy and immediately applicable for you as possible. You can either watch the video lessons or listen to it through a private podcast feed on your phone. You can get your hands on this course, which I want every single manager to have, for a nominal $19 at ramonashaw.com slash one one. That's two times the number one. You can check the show notes for the details or head on over to ramonashaw.com slash one one to get started right now. So as you're transitioning or thinking about a transition or going through transition, what are the doubts and the fears running in your mind? Write them down and then assess whether there's actually something you need to be worried about or if they're kind of made up, right? If they're just a story and not actually a concern that we need to have. If your friend would say that's ridiculous, it's not a concern that you should have. Those are the fears and the doubts that we should categorize as this is normal. This is part of what the brain does. And just because it's a thought in my mind doesn't make it real, doesn't make it true, doesn't mean I need to entertain it. Not at all. Of course, there is the doubt. Of course, you're telling me this is scary. Of course, you're telling me I might not be ready. It might not look good. It might not be liked. I might not do well. All these things that you and I might have running through our minds, those are irrelevant, unfounded, ungrounded doubts, not worth entertaining. So that's the first one. Don't entertain those. Move on and put them in a pocket, on the side, into your drawer. Sound effect as I'm opening the drawer and close it. The second one is to avoid the discomfort and not letting go. The letting go part I should emphasize here. When we're going through a transition, we have to naturally embrace new things and let go of old things. Here's how I see this challenging for many, especially for leaders. There are certain things pre-transition that you enjoyed doing. It might be you really like doing an analysis on a spreadsheet. You really like being part of this one meeting. You might have really liked organizing a certain event. Then you get promoted. You think about this transition and you realize that kind of is no longer my responsibility or I should let that, I should delegate this. Someone else should now be doing this, but I really like it. I really enjoy doing it. These are the things that will make it harder to transition. You gotta let it go. There are always things that we're quick to let go. Great, not doing that anymore. And then there are the things that we hang on. And those things that we hang on because we like them or because we feel comfortable doing them, we feel successful, we get rewarded. We know that people love it. You might be great at designing PowerPoints or creating formatting reports. And so you're still formatting reports or people love the way that you write. And so you feel like I still need to be the one writing things when that's no longer part of your job. Your team should be doing those things and you may still get yourself involved. That will make it harder for your team to actually step up, rise to the occasion, learn, grow and transition as well alongside you. 
and it will make it harder for you to transition into this new role, to distraction to your new role. So that's the second one. The third one that makes transitions into new roles harder than it needs to be is to not fully own the role. What I mean by that is we may go through a transition and think I'm not quite qualified yet, or I'm still new at this, or I'm still halfway doing this other thing and halfway this. So don't take me full of a full leader yet, or I'm only doing half of it. So only measure my performance as half of it. There are all kinds of reasons or ways that we rationalize this. When you're finding yourself justifying why you're not fully owning the role, ask yourself these questions. One, if I had the title fully, if I was fully in it and I've done it for a year, or if I would already have that promotion and the certificate, or I would already be fully leading the team and I've let go this other stuff, this IC work or this other responsibility. If I already was fully there and on the other side of the transition, if I was already there, how would I feel? That's the first question. How would I feel on the other side of the transition? And then based on that feeling, what would I do? How would I act? And what would I say? And the answer to those questions is how you want to feel, act, and speak today. So we often feel like, well, once I'm there, once I'm fully onboarded, once I'm six months in, once I'm post my 306090, once I fully have my team set up, once I fully delegated this other work and I'm 100% in this new role, then I will. But that is delaying the transition and making it harder for you and for others involved too. Think about how you will feel, what you will do and what you will say. And then at the other side of transition and then start to feel, act and speak that way today. So these are the three things that make transitions harder. I'm going to quickly recap. One, listening to fear and self-doubt. That's unfounded. Two, avoiding the discomfort and gravitating back to the comfortable things, the things we don't want to let go. And three, not fully owning the role and stepping into the actions that we would shoot for at the end of the transition. The more we start to do that earlier in the transition, the faster the transition will go. So these are the three things that get in the way of transitioning that we can tackle, navigate, and then make transitions easier. Now, with that said... Most transitions are not easy. It's also okay to say, this is not going to be a smooth ride. There's some discomfort and there may be even some hiccups that are involved. There's some growing pains. There's some challenges. I'm going to make some mistakes. I'm going to learn a ton. That is all part of transitions. They're going to be hard days. They're going to be easy days. They're going to be things we like, things we don't like. All that is part of it. So as I'm observing my kids going to Swiss schools, local schools, they don't fully speak the language. Plus in schools, they speak high Germans and it's different to the German that I speak to them. They're learning a new school system. They are meeting new friends and new people. And all that is happening. They're going through this transition and sometimes they come home from school and they had a great day and it was amazing and they're learning new things and then sometimes they come home and they're confused or they're frustrated or they don't like something all that is part of it and every time that they speak with friends from back home and they're being pulled back into what it used to be like last year for example after summer right and they think back at that time and they wish it was that again or they wish they could experience the same thing that's what makes it harder and they're closing down a little bit to embracing this experience. Totally normal and to be expected. But I can see how what they're doing, chatting and, and FaceTiming with friends from home and imagining what it would be like if they were still there, but now they're here 
and they're trying to adapt to this transition, but then passing to this transition and how these moments create hardships. And I can see this is exactly what we're doing too when we're transitioning roles or careers or jobs and how we're hanging on and going back to the old times and feel like, ah, if I get just a little bit of that release of how easy it was or how comfortable it felt and how safe I felt back then. And now I'm in this transition here and going through this more difficult time of change. And whenever we go lead back there, those are the times that make it harder for us, right? That make it harder to transition. Part of it is normal. Be compassionate with yourself. Understand this is part of change. Our brains are not wired that way. And then look at with that knowledge and with that awareness, what can I do to pave the path versus throwing rocks and bricks in front of me that wouldn't be necessary? I hope you have some takeaways and insights from this episode and you start to think a little bit or with some food for thought of how you're dealing with transitions, what makes it easy, what makes it harder for you personally. If you are interested in additional resources, check the show notes. I will include a link to my behavioral change course on LinkedIn learning. If that's something that interests you as you may be going through transitions that require behavioral change. Otherwise, I'll see you next week in another episode of the Manager Track podcast. Take care and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this episode, then check out two other awesome resources to help you become a leader people love to work with. This includes my best-selling book, The Confident and Competent New Manager, which you can find on Amazon or at RamonaShaw.com book and a free training on how to successfully lead as a new manager. You can check it out at RamonaShaw.com masterclass. These resources and a couple more you'll find in the show notes down below.